opinions expressed in this program reflect only those of the participants and are not necessarily those of the sponsors, management, or staff of WTBQ Radio or FST Broadcasting Corporation. And good morning, everybody. This is Stephen Keter with the Free Speech Show. And usually you would expect to see alongside with me in the studio Jay Westervelt, but uh, Mr. Westervelt had the uh, prior engagement that he couldn't get out of today. But uh, we do have a treat for you, and we have in the studio with us WTBQ's own uh, Taylor Sterling. Good morning, Taylor. Good morning. You know, I, I, I just hosted a show a little earlier called Horseplay, and one of the things we were talking about, which I just saw the text, sorry about that, uh, and it's for every audience to know about. So the three vaccines that uh, two of them are out now, Johnson Johnson will be coming out any day now. Um, one of them is 95% effective, and that would be Pfizer. So far, very minor uh, side effects have been noted and not by very many people, which is why you have a 95% chance of effectiveness without side effects. Why? Because they tested directly on people. No animals were involved because they don't have our bodies, folks. Uh, but the second vaccine, Moderna, which is what we're, she, this lady or our gentleman wrote in about, Moderna, they found out by accident that anybody who's gone to uh, get uh, um, fillers like Juvederm and Restylin, not Botox, Botox is not a filler, uh, but the fillers that the um, Moderna has attacked it because it's a foreign body to that vaccine. So it thinks it needs to attack it. So what happens, nothing too dramatic. You swell up wherever that filler was. So you better wear more than a mask is all I'm saying. But uh, but seriously, just keep that in the back of your mind. If you've had any fillers uh, of any kind, you don't want to do Moderna right now. They'll probably adjust that in the future because now they know. But uh, and Johnson and Johnson, sadly, is only 66 percent effective. Mm. So they did their third trial. But I guess what's happening is the FDA wants to get these vaccines out as fast as possible. And so to me right now, I mean, not that I you know care about Moderna, but right now, since uh, Pfizer has not really listed any side effects, uh, I think I'm waiting for the second batch of Pfizer to come out. But they're all going to be bombarding us in a certain, within a few short months. Um, I actually emailed Pfizer yesterday as a media company to find out information so I could, I go directly to the source uh, to find out about it. Moderna, I did as well. And Johnson Johnson, I'm going to wait because we got to let it come out first. I had people actually call me um, this week because they went to Orange County to the Goshen uh, place where they were getting vaccines. They were in that list. They were raving about how that went, that they were there. How on, well organized. In uh, other words, unbelievable. I've never heard such positive feedback that Steve Newhouse was there and he could not have been greater and more gracious that everybody working there had a sense of they were thrilled to be there to help you. I mean, the people giving the vaccine who tell you where to go, check you in. Everybody who called, they just could not stop raving at how well it was done. So they got shorted 300 vaccines. Oh, why? Let me take a guess. Allegedly, it was given to somebody group in Monroe. Uh, <laughs> so all I'm going to say, um, I guess you get, you can buy anything in this world. Uh, so they had to short 300 people because they were originally told they were getting it. But they did over 1,000. Now, do we know what type of vaccine since you mentioned That three? was Moderna. Moderna. Yeah. Right now they have Moderna. Pfizer is replenishing and Johnson & Johnson's coming out. And I'm sure there's going to be a number of other 
uh, pharmaceutical companies that are going to be coming out with vaccines, too. Um, you know, every month there are more trials going on. They have to go through three trials in order to even submit it to the FDA. And they've got to show the results of all three trials. And it's got to be X amount of people. I believe, um, I don't know about Johnson Johnson, but I believe the reports I read from them where there were at least, at least 40,000 people aged 18 to 65 in those trials. So they've had a pretty good head start. Anyway. How are you, Stephen? <laughs> uh, all is good. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, you know, and enjoying the outside cold. I it's love it. It's quite chilly. People think I'm a crazy person. <laughs> I love winter. I'm sorry. I just love it. There's something about rejuvenating and like, you know, I don't know. I can't explain it. Winter is a time for... It, it keep, keeps you on your toes, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it, you, you gain totally new appreciation for a warm house and crackling fire. And I guess a warm meal out of the oven making the whole house uh, smell good. <laughs> oh, you know? I'm going to Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's certain things that... Uh, you know, winter makes you appreciate more. I mean, you, you wouldn't put anything in oven in, during uh, the month of August. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to heat up the house. But in the winter, it smells good. It uh, brings certain memories and uh, it, it certainly makes you feel uh, a little bit different. Comfort food. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like tomato soup. Even though uh, one of our sponsors, uh, Sam's Meat Warehouse, we had to actually cancel today's smoking only because of the very low uh, outside uh, temperatures. Oh, yeah, because you can't get it the smoker would, up to no, a certain you can, degree. you cannot. Uh, not you know, happening. You, you're starting uh, low to begin with. You only, uh, let's say, you, you, your target temperature is about anywhere between 200 and 225, which is considerably low. Low. To keep it, uh, to bring it to 200 in uh, this temperature outside, it's impossible. And even if you manage to do so, it's going to take, take three days, three days instead of <laughs> <laughs> regular eight hours. It's too bad that you can't do indoor smoking, but you just can't. I mean, no. how do you vent that? No, this is why uh, barbecue and smokers, uh, traditionally, it's a southern thing. Right. Yeah, you because know, their weather is... Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, there's something about the South. <laughs> yeah. yeah, people, I mean, we, we just had conversations all morning about Sam's Meat Warehouse from Horseplay, the lady there talking about how great the food is, and Ryan, who went there last week and is like shaking his head right now in love, <laughs> and of course, Frank every morning. And and I thank Stephen every night because I don't have to cook. <laughs> well, we do have this weekend this uh, very good uh, specials in effect oh. that are currently running, and frankly... Uh, you know, sometimes we're sitting down and we see what's on the market. We're trailing the market. Uh, meat uh, gets traded just like any other commodity. And uh, we see what's available, what's abundant, what's low-priced, uh, yet good quality. And uh, one of the specials we started this week was, uh, I think we put uh, bone-in and boneless uh, pork chops, uh, loin chops, at two ninety nine. The very same day I had to actually pick something up and I went into one of the big uh, box supermarkets, and the very same cut, the very same product was uh, three times the money. It was seven dollars, six ninety nine. Yeah. Somebody's making so it a was very rewarding, and uh, I was very proud that we're still able to do things. No, like, you really do compete, and Frank said that the other morning too. This like is exactly what he said. The difference in the uh, in the meat, though, is what makes a huge difference. Very, very true. Yeah. So, and uh, this uh, for anybody who's listening, who's still uh, we trying to bring some uh, new. Uh, steaks and cuts to the market. Uh, we, we discussed this morning with Ryan, who was uh, raving about uh, our own Western steak, and uh, I'm proud to say that Western steak was created at Sam's Meat Warehouse. It, you can't find it any other place. This is our proprietary cut, so to speak, 
And uh, we do expand, and uh, this week, this weekend, we have uh, essentially, you know, we, we picked up a number of steaks that normally cost $9, $10, a pound, and we put one low price at seven ninety nine. Wow. And you can have your choice of... You can't bre- even get chicken for that, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's crazy. Well, it's, uh, you know, uh, right now, it, it's, it's a little slower, uh, there's a more competition, and the quality of meat higher than ever, because uh, believe it or not, COVID had this very strange effect on, uh, on the quality of the produced uh, cattle and beef, and th- they were left at feedlots for a longer time to get more fatty and uh, to, to uh, reach out for that higher grade, USDA Prime. So there is more Prime on the market. The prices are sort of like the, the, the restaurants still not claiming their uh, lion's share, so to speak. So the prices are still there. It's somewhat soft. You can still negotiate. You can... With suppliers' arm, so to speak. We don't mean you can negotiate. <laughs> right. It's Stephen that's negotiating. We, we do, but we do it on behalf of our customers and uh, trying to bring everybody, uh, you know, specials and really, really good uh, pricing. And right now is a good uh, time to try it. Yeah, I also want to mention I've had the, his salmon and tuna. It's really delicious. I took the tuna because I like sushi grade, uh-huh. and I just like quickly seared it on both sides with some ginger and. Um, Wasabi sauce. Oh, my well, God. Well, it's all in the hands of the it, chef who made the meal. Yeah, okay, you know? whatever. <laughs> so we'll give, credit, we'll give credit where it's due. If that wasn't good tuna, <laughs> believe me, it would, would have been in the garbage. Um, we're going to... Oh, we go uh, to an advertising break, and we'll uh, get back to you right after this. Yeah, if you have questions, you can text us at 845-328-0886. Sam's Meat Warehouse is a butcher with old-time family values. Remember back in the day when people knew their butcher by name and visiting them was a social experience? They would talk to customers about how to cook a piece of meat to perfection. Sam's combines old-world methods with modern techniques. Call your favorite butcher, Sam's, at 845-651-MEAT or visit the store right off 17A in Florida, New York, for the highest quality products at unbeatable prices. Hi, this is John Tesh. Tune in for great music and intelligence for your life on weekdays at 1 p.m. as we assemble the tips, the facts, and the news you need to be happier, healthier, more lovable, and more fun to be around. Radio worth listening to. We put the intelligence out there. You decide what to do with it. WTBQ. And we back with Free Speech Show, and here in studio with you is Stephen Keeter and Taylor Sterling. And we were talking about... Uh, I just want to let people know, if you want to call and talk about food or anything else, it is free speech. <laughs> so 845-651-1110, phones are open, or you can text us a question or a comment, 845-328-0886. So uh, anyway, I was uh, talking about the, today's uh, special that's uh, running today and tomorrow, are uh, still in effect. So for that low price of seven ninety nine, you have a choice of grass-fed uh, uh, skirt steak. Uh, or Frank loves that. Sunday morning, that is his staple with eggs. Yeah. That's out west. My mother used to do that with my father, steak and eggs every weekend. And skirt is very versatile, very quick uh, to cook. So skirt, flank for the same uh, oh, yeah. uh, price. We do have uh, picanha, which is a very well-known 
uh, in Latin America, in uh, countries like Brazil and Argentina, and they consider that to be a, uh, the the steak, the king of the steaks. Oh, so that's their filet mignon? That's their filet mignon, that's their ribeye, that's their porterhouse. I you got know. you. <laughs> well, Frank will stick to his filet and porterhouse he loves. And uh, the last but not least, I think we have like a half a dozen steaks in the same category where we try to bundle up and give you a choice for the same price, is uh, Terrace Major. Now, Terrace Major... What is that? I've never heard of that uh, and you and you probably you know represent 99% of people who, who <laughs> didn't uh, and the reason it is so obscure and little known because uh, we usually package them two per package and uh, that package of two uh, hardly ever exceeds pound and a half and that package of one and a half pound represents actually the whole 3,000 pounds tier so that's all that can be harvested out from, of that amount? Out of the, that amount, out of that w- big What animal. is the reason for that? What happens to all the other meat? No, no, because uh, Terrace Major, it's actually Latin, and it's, it's, uh, it's a little muscle in the shoulder. Humans, we oh, have it as well. You know, okay. any doctor or a physical so therapist. So that is listening, the only part of that it muscle. It is the only part of that muscle. And I usually shoulder is not considered to be a, a premium uh, right. primal cut. You usually have to cook that for hours in a stock Exactly. Part. That's, yeah. that's, that's your source for stew. That's your source for roast and right. stuff like that. But... That particular muscle is extremely tender. It's officially the second most tender muscle in the body of the steer after filet mignon, yet it doesn't carry the same price tag. Like I said, right now it's on sale for $7.99. Anybody who didn't try it, uh, cook it like a filet mignon, treat it like one, it'll taste like one. Yeah, you make that with a little kind of uh, a baked potato and a vegetable and a salad, and you're all good. Some restaurants, in fact, are known to cheat. And uh, when you see uh, things on a diner or on a restaurant on the menu, like uh, steak tips, technically, normally, they, they resort to uh, terrace major. That's interesting. Ooh, yeah. I've never heard of that. that <laughs> I love learning new stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, we try to do, uh, besides the offer a great deal, we try to educate. And uh, the best time, of course, it is when, when you uh, see something new, try it. You might like it. Yeah, uh, listen, that's how I was raised. It, you know, it was one of those, just try it once. You don't like it, spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I took. That's how my son started eating sushi. He was like, I don't know, eight or nine years old. I said, just try it. You don't like it? Here's a t- you know napkin. Spit it out. And now he's addicted to sushi. So am I. I mean, yeah, I it, love it. I have to go other places to eat it though. I've not found a great sushi place in this part of the state. Uh, I have to admit that uh, June, uh, which is right here in Warwick, it is. Uh, which place is that? They in a clock tower, uh, Plum House. Okay. Uh, I've been uh, ordering f- uh, ever since I moved to Warwick, and I have to tell you, uh, June uh, p- perfected his game a, a lot. Oh, and okay. I haven't actu- been in there in a long time. And it's actually very good. Oh, I have to try it. Very good. All we right. do. I had it the other day, and uh, yep. There's a place in New York City. Oh, God, I'm going to forget the name of it. Oh, I forgot the name of it. Something sushi, and it's uh, there's music and dance that goes on there. It's downtown, you know, New York City. Uh-huh. They're going to come up with some gimmick. But it's great because while you're eating sushi, people are dancing around you, and it's just a, it's like a party for sushi. But, you know, sushi in New York City is a whole other planet. Very, very true. Very yeah. true. There's more ingredients. There's more competition. Uh, well, it used to be anyway. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I wanted to ask you, uh, because I know you sell to high-end restaurants mm-hmm. in the city. What's happened to that because of what the governor's done to the restaurants in New York City? A lot of them actually... Uh, 
some of them survived and weathered through uh, through the help of uh, all the PPP and loans and uh, small business and, and, and whatnot. Uh, those especially who own their own uh, buildings, you know, that, that oh, helps yeah. a lot. Anybody who uh, leased or rented and those rents were astronomical in, in the range oh, of yeah. like forty, fifty, sixty thousand yeah, dollars a month. Right. Uh, some of those people, unfortunately, and those were staples and institutions that has been around for 40 years or more. Sure. Some of them not coming back. Oh, my God. It's so heartbreaking. Some of them are not coming back, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but uh, even uh, like for right now, Peter Luger, one of the most the bit, one ba- of the better known steakhouses. Uh, steak yep. yep. They're in Brooklyn now. Uh, they have two locations. Oh, they do. Yeah. But when I went, there was only one. One in Long Island. One. One is in Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn so the, the original one. Yep, that's the one. It's right on the water, folks. So uh, we currently, and I put a post on the Facebook that uh, so we cannot uh, like we used to go to that four star restaurant or any restaurant like we used to, unfortunately. But what we can do, we can still enjoy the the same quality uh, at meals, Sam's Meat Warehouse. At Sam's Meat Warehouse, and some of our partners like Peter Luger, uh, we sell their. Uh, Creamed spinach, oh, uh, thick-cut bacon, the Peter Luger uh, steak sauce. So all of that, all you had well, to do. Well, Frank loves your <laughs> your bacon ketchup. Yeah, that that is also very very good product. Oh, he loves that. I tried. You had a jam that was there. I forget the name of it now. Jelly or jam in the same type of uh-huh. jar name. Well, we have traffic. We have bear. We have uh, different kind of. Uh, yeah. Product. So there's uh, certainly a variety that uh, anybody can pick something that uh, he or she might enjoy. Yeah, there are many uh, different ones there, too. Yeah. There's a Vidalia onion one. Yeah, uh, th- there's a lot of uh, thoughts that went in, and there's a lot of uh, this recipes are, are unique in a sense. And, uh, you know, one of the favorites, like I said, uh, ketchup, bacon, or bacon ketchup yeah. is, is one I mean, of the I mean, that's every man's dream. <laughs> now, what about chicken? Now, you don't have, like, per se, organic chicken, but you have something very close to it. That is correct. Uh, we used to be the first uh, retailer carrying Bell & Evans before Bell & Evans and became they were the number Bell one. One in New York City, that's you went to your butcher and got that, right? So, but we still buy uh, from the same area, it's Dutch country, Pennsylvania. We still buy from the very same area from the farms, uh, in the same location. And uh, Bell and Evans is not an organic chicken, no, neither is Murray. Uh, you know, so uh, did they say why they don't do totally organic? The because that's really the food they're giving them. That is correct. The also uh, organic USDA organic stamp is a pay per service. Uh, yeah, it's and, a lot uh, of money. It, it is a lot of money. And even uh, like currently we're carrying uh, the chicken that is a free range, uh, you know, free roaming, so, so to speak, uh, you know, unlimited access to outdoors, all vegetable dial, diet, heritage breed, uh, and all those wonderful things. Even those, even at that high of a price tag, they cannot afford or they chose not to. But there's a lot of farmers, and I've spoken to them, that do organic, but they won't certify because of the cost. Because of the cost. And so, you know, you just need to talk to the people you're, you know, you're with to say, hey, the things are eating outside, are they sprayed with an insecticide? Does it have... Oh, no, absolutely not. Exactly. Absolutely this is my not. point. Because they're going to say, no, there's no pesticides there, there's no nothing. Because really, at the end of the day, it's organic, but they don't certify because of the cost. It's prohibitive for them to say organic. Very, very, very true. And we have, uh, you know, like local farmers, some of them small, we have uh, Pete Kimichik uh, sure. with his farm coming in and uh, saying, we... Uh, our pro- produce is, is as organic as they come, 
but it doesn't come with a stamp. Yeah. For one simple reason, it puts a big strain on You'd the farmer itself. You'd be paying itself. for it. That's what would happen. 100%. <laughs> the farmer pays, and, and then in you return, pay. he has to make exactly. you pay. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, the one thing I will say is do not buy anything from China anymore because I am on a stampede here. Uh, they gave us a virus. I'm not sure if you accepted that or wanted it. Uh, they have uh, made the quality of the stuff they produce is horrible. I get updates almost every week about dog food that's causing animals to die because there's no quality control coming out of China. Uh, my brother was in the wholesale food business, bless his soul, and he's the one who started telling me, don't eat X, Y, and Z from China because they have zero quality control. It comes through, okay, good, stamp it. There's no none. accountability either. None. And so you want to buy American, and I'm on a rampage now to buy everything American. So very hard to find because we need to put people back to work in this country. Right, right. We didn't import anything before this whole thing with China went on. Nobody's saying you shouldn't buy imports, just not from China. But good luck to find something that's now not made in China. Uh, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I am going to do it. I don't care how much more I pay for it. I, my mother used to say, buy something good, you'll have it forever. And so that means buy one of it instead of five of it. No, I agree. And especially, uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of sayings, like uh, what you eat shows up in your face, and you you, you got to be very careful what exactly you put in your body. Well, you where do, does any of your food come from China? No. no okay, all, I'm just saying. <laughs> the furthest imported product is, uh, I want to say, it's uh, Australian and New Zealand lamb. Oh. Uh, that That's sort of like a category in its own. Right. So uh, that, that is the only imported product that I can kind of like think of uh, that we carry and we do go whether it's around the corner to local farms or around the world in order to source it so the meat that you served uh, i think it was christmas night uh that was like i don't know twenty thousand no, dollars in a restaurant one, tell them about that well that, that that that's another imported category that that is wagyu that's a japanese uh you know uh, cattle it's a spe specifically and it's genetically designed so to, to have the superior, uh, you know, marbling that uh, sort of comes close. And USDA Prime, uh, I always a big uh, proponent of uh, our domestic uh, beef and uh, prime grade. I think it's second to none. Yet uh, Wagyu is, in fact, more abundantly marbled. There's a different uh, fat composition. It has a lower melting temperature, thus the now same that, that melts in your mouth. That fat mm -hmm. content is what gives a taste, correct? Cor fat is the uh, That's taste. That's the Fat is the flavor. Yeah. Regardless of I anybody can think. How you do the hamburgers, Frank's like, I mean, you can't even talk to him. He comes in with the burger and he goes, look at that. Yeah. That is called perfection. <laughs> No, bun to, to burger ratio, because I buy in the brioche rolls for the, for the burger. Right. Because they're smaller and they're softer. And he puts his cheddar cheese on it, and he just shows me the burger, and he goes, now don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, is, it is all in a mix. And we, we're talking about this uh, very famous institutions in, uh, you know, in New York City. We right. supply some of them, uh, the restaurants that's in the theater district. Uh, right there, famous for the uh, food and which uh, ones? Kitchen. Well, Russian samovar would be one of them. Uh, the Russian know. tea room. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. And uh, I can tell you that, for example, we formulate the mix for them that is higher than normally what we sell in the store. At the store, we aim in at eighty twenty fat to, right. to lean That's ratio. Right, the usual. I think. And at the restaurant. Uh, they asking 70 30 or maybe 65 35 wow. and i when i was talking i said that's not that's i don't think that's good and you know 
And the guy said, no, 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 you do like we asked and uh, it, it shrinks a lot, but it still retains a lot of juiciness. It it's doesn't matter. It's very forgiving. Let's put it this right, way. Right, right. Because even if it melts away a third of that fat, you know, during while you while you're uh, cooking, flipping, yeah. while you're cooking well, it's, still, it ju- it's grill. still juicy enough. And right. for them, it's important. It's important, I guess, to be a foolproof kind of method to deliver to the customer when it's nice and juicy. Well, they're not going to get that flavor anywhere else because they ordered that percentage. Yeah, that's true. And they know it. It sets them aside. Yeah. You know, I'm sure people go, oh, you've got to eat that. (laughs) They have nothing like it. Well, that's probably why. So uh, it's a lot of uh, in in that ratio, but the fat has to be there. And the fat is is a vital component of any steaks being, when they say melt in your mouth, the fat actually is the one that melts in your mouth. And the lower that, uh, it, it's a different, uh, it's not saturated fats, it's a healthier, and uh, you know, the studies backing it up and it's all omega-3, 6, and 9, and whatnot. I can just tell you that uh, seriously, since Frank started just eating meat again, uh, he feels much better. And usually people would say, oh, if you're eating too much meat, and he is eating meat every day, pretty much. And he's never felt better. Taylor, so. I, can, I, I, I never get uh, tired of telling the story when I went to f- physical. It uh, has been a number of years ago, maybe like when 10 When was the last more. time you got a physical? Uh, well, that, maybe that was the one. Uh, maybe okay, little... time for a new one. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but back, back then, and it's a local doctor. It's right here in Warwick. And uh, I, I went in and, uh, you know, as usual, they draw a bunch of blood and they right. do a bunch of tests. And then doctor sits with you and he disciples, uh, you know, right. all those formulas. What you should and shouldn't eat. And, and the doc is like, hmm, uh, let me see. And he's reading and he's like, do you eat uh, red meat? I said, yes. Yes, doctor, I do. Uh, good steak? And I said, Doc, the best steak money could buy. <laughs> How often? I said, uh, every day. He's like, huh, and I see, and then now I'm reading into his face, he's puzzled up, he's, I'm like, uh, now you make me worried, uh, so what <laughs> happened? Am I going to live? And uh, he said, well, you know, it's a funny thing, I wanted to suggest for you to eat more red meat, <laughs> because you have zero cholesterol. Oh. <laughs> and I said, Doc, if I eat any more. Now, you know what Frank I'm is going <laughs> to... Frank is going to say to me afterwards, see, time not to be a vegetarian anymore. <laughs> my cholesterol is so high, it's ridiculous, but it's in my family. I they, see. they produce that. So, yeah, and I said, well, whatever, I guess whatever uh, it is, it is. Uh, and uh, there is a, a diet called carnivore diet, which uh, people actually go for a high amount There's of, another one like that. I forgot the name I of it. I think keto is also based yeah, on the number of uh, consuming more fat. Which is why I can't do it. But what? there's another diet... I'm not primal. I'm trying to remember the paleo. Name. Paleo, thank you. <laughs> that people swear by, and that is the way cavemen used to eat, which was all meat. Right. Just to say, no carnivore is actually. I think it's it's specifically, and I have we do have people who are on it who come in and they specifically ask for the fattiest uh, cut. And I gotta tell you, and those people usually this they come in. It's big guys, and you know this is you know what I lost thirty pounds, I lost forty pounds, or whatnot. And I feel great, and this is what... Yeah, uh, he feels so really whatever good. works for you, I yeah, guess. Yeah, exactly. I mean, for me, it has nothing to do with that, because just my family just produces cholesterol. And when we found out, my son was going to college, and he got tested. And he comes home, and he's like, Mom, I'm not allowed to eat sugar. Everything you make <laughs> me is organic and healthy. How could this be? And I said, well, maybe we know how to talk to our relatives. <laughs> so I called up my mother and my brother. I'm like, everybody get tested. And sure enough, we had everybody ridiculous had cholesterol. My, my son's the same weight he was in college. It's like 175 pounds and he's six feet. So, I mean, it's just crazy. And he knows now he can't 
you know, eat any of that stuff. And it's weird, but it's nothing to do with the food. So it's not necessarily a lot of it the is food. genetics. Yes, yeah. a lot of it is oh, genetics. Absolutely. But uh, food, uh, to a degree, uh, can influence that. And uh, sure, I was like I said, the doctor was more surprised than I was, and he said, "Well, you don't have any." <laughs> Did and you give I, him the address of the <laughs> Sam's Meat Warehouse? <laughs> well, you, you start with something, uh, you know. Uh, but I have to tell you that uh, I eat very simple, and uh, right. in terms of like none of it is like uh, highly processed. Right, uh, that's a key thing. Yeah, so it's essentially a meal for me is a, is a steak and uh, and a side something very simple. It could be a, a baked potato or some veggies and uh, essentially everything. I love going to. We live in an area and we're lucky enough to have many farmers market, many yes. fa- acting farms. Yeah, uh, we go to um, Hillary Farms on Sunday between ten and two. Uh-huh. Uh, that's the organic eggs I get every week. And she has chickens there, too, that uh, Frank won't eat them because those are just killed and then you get them. And it's like Frank went, no. <laughs> but that's just his taste. But they have baked goods there and they have vegetables in season. Vegetables is, is whatever is usually in season and doesn't have to travel far. Right. And this is because it's all in a shelf life. You can actually hear the chickens in the backyard of uh, where the farm place is that they're selling this. It's indoors, by the way, uh, Sunday 10 to 2 over at 115 Liberty Corners Road. Go say hi to Peg. Peg's eggs. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll be back right after the break from our sponsors. Sam's Meat Warehouse has been supplying restaurants and shops with the highest quality local and sustainably sourced prime and choice wholesale meat, steaks, poultry, seafood, and much more for over 20 years. Whether you're a small family butcher shop or a busy steakhouse, expect A1 service and the finest products available. Call Sam's at 845-651-MEAT or visit the store right off Route 17A in Florida, New York for the highest quality products at unbeatable prices. Hi, this is Tom Fursey. Sing along to relive the memories of the 1980s on The Magic of the 80s. Saturday night, starting at 6 on WTBQ, playing the best music. Magic of the 80s. You have a car problem? Maybe it's a mechanic problem. Maybe it's not. Sounds like a job for me, Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor. That's right, Sunday morning today. Get up early. Let's hang out. Let's talk about cars. Let's all get smarter. Let's solve some car problems. Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor, here Sunday mornings at 8. WTBQ Very cold for the final weekend in January. A mix of sun and clouds for the afternoon, only in the low and mid-20s, and still enough of a breeze to make it feel colder. Mainly clear tonight, bitter cold, 5 to 10. Sunday, any early sun gives way to increase in clouds, mid and upper 20s. A significant storm moving up the East Coast will bring accumulating snow Monday. From the WTBQ Weather Center, I'm WeatherWorks meteorologist John Leo. And we are back with free speech here in the studio with you, Stephen Keeter and uh, Taylor Sterling. Yeah, let me tell them how you can get in touch. By the way, I'm going to give away some ski tickets today. Okay. All right. <laughs> I have two ski tickets to Mount Peter, uh-huh. uh, valued at almost $140. Uh, and uh, Stephen, we'll let you come up with uh, some kind of guess that somebody can make. The phone number, write it down, 845 845- 651-1110. I will give you the text number, but you got to call us if you want to win them. 
the text number is 845-328-0886, your comment or question. But if you want to win these two tickets, 845-651-1110. All right, Steve. Is this some kind of a trivia? Are we supposed to... Uh, you can do anything, uh, trivia, what? a contest. All uh, right, I think uh, the we usually do, uh, when Jay's here, we'll do a local history, but uh, okay. so we're going to leave it at that. Yeah, we'll leave Jay with that one. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, how about uh, here's a question uh, we we all know that beef and uh, poultry and they all are very different uh, maybe you can pick up a bird that would uh, that normally tastes like beef and uh, there's a bird that tastes like beef 100% please don't give it away yet I don't have so, no <laughs> idea <laughs> I don't eat birds or it, beef, it so. is uh, available on a local uh, restaurant menus in fact some of the local restaurants that we supply uh, i know that they used to do it uh, a lot of it and it used to be a standing uh, item on a menu in uh, nina's in milltown oh so and uh, i know that we're working to bring it back to some goshen uh, uh, you know uh, locations one. that okay. uh, the same restaurateur they have uh, two more new restaurants in uh, yes in I've Goshen. Heard. somebody just mentioned I one. think it's craft 46 and pharmacy by the way yeah, which pharmacy. is, which yeah, is absolutely talking. great and it's it's the result of such a creative mind that uh, I don't want to give away all the secrets but if you go in anything from serving a drink to how uh, you know the waitresses are dressed and oh. uh, all the way to the how you get your your, your bill it's all related to pharmaceuticals Probably and a pharmacies pr- a prescription right it's a script it's, it, it's a prescription <laughs> uh, bottle with the pill you break up the pill and almost like a fortune cookie comes out it's a little wish and whatever else oh, it, that's okay. no it's amazing it's it's it really amazing if anybody didn't uh, visit yet or enjoyed it please stop by pharmacy right here in goshen new york all right so if you can call in and tell us what chicken tastes like beef not, uh, chicken, not chicken it's a bird. bird it's a bird that tastes like meat bird that tastes like meat 845-651-1110 if you can figure that out i will give you two tickets to go skiing at Mount Peter anytime because those are the ones we give away are like take mm-hmm. precedence over everybody else. So if they say they're booked, you say, I won these on WTBQ, you get in. By the way, free um, beginner lessons on the weekends too. So you can go skiing and if your kids want to go, you can put them for free lessons while you're skiing. And they're valued at almost $140. So 845-651-1110, what bird Tastes like a beef. Tastes like beef. And That's unusual because normally we say, "Oh, that tastes like chicken." Everything tastes like chicken. <laughs> everything. It doesn't matter whether you whether it's an alligator, like, oh, whether whether yeah, it's whatever. Why uh, are you eating fr- that if it tastes like chicken? Just eat the chicken. <laughs> whether it's a frogs, whether it's a rabbit, it's all tastes like chicken. Oh, <clears throat> do it's all white meat. It's all tastes like chicken. So, but there is a bird that does taste, in fact, completely opposite. It tastes like a red meat. It tastes like beef. That's interesting. So which I've never bird heard is that? Of that? I wouldn't be able to guess this one. <laughs> I'm sure people are Googling right now. I wonder if you can find that on Google. Ryan, uh, try to look that up and see if you can see on Google what bird tastes like beef. I'm, I'm curious. It, because, I, I think it's not a difficult question. And anybody well, could, to you, could, <laughs> you know, you remind me of Frank on the two-second song contest. He's looking and he goes, it's not a hard song. I'm like, nobody can get it because you're looking at the answer. Well, <laughs> you see, we, we can't travel like we used to, but at least right. we can't go to our uh, restaurants like we used to. But at the very least, we can, in fact, 
recreate the same uh, four-star or five-star restaurant meal at home because using the right ingredients. Or using sure. The, um, and Sam's meat. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> and uh, at the same time, uh, you know, we try new things when we travel. I know we don't travel like we used to, but uh, there's a good chance that you can expand your horizons and try something new every day. In fact, I want to give our listeners a little bit of a secret. We are bringing... A lot of new stuff for specifically for Valentine's Day. Oh, I understand that this is the time when somebody'd like to to do something uh, a, you little, know, yeah. a little special, a little yes. outside the box. This is when the man cooks or the woman. So bes- <laughs> b- besides the uh, our regular, let's say, surf and turf, lobster tail, right, and, right. and a filet mignon. Uh, we bring in a lot of uh, sort of game meats, uh, anything from elk to wild boar to squabs to poussins. There to, are restaurants, to that, pheasants. as uh-huh. you know, that just serve wild wild game. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yes. And uh, once again, you know, uh, we're trying to bring it in, trusted suppliers. Some of those uh, animals are, in fact, farm. It's not like, uh, oh, you know, they're some. they're not wild. No. To a degree, because you really can't, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, they're not going home. <laughs> <laughs> not in the kitchen. <laughs> so, but, uh, uh, yeah, but they are, in fact, like bison. Oh, Those yeah. are free-roaming herds that... Uh, oh, yeah, and people have bison hamburgers in restaurants for many years already now. Yeah. I, I meant to ask people about what the different tastes, I don't know because I don't eat, but just in general, what the difference taste is between a regular burger and a bison burger. It's much leaner. It does have the, the, the sort of like a gamey, after taste, or you, you can tell that you're eating just like, uh, let's say, uh, with the lamb. You know that it's more of a wild animal. Than it is uh, something that's farm raised. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, in fact, uh, you know, the, there's, uh, we, we're going to bring in a lot of those uh, things so people can try. I, I tried everything from bear to... I haven't, you know, like tried some dogs. Uh, no, yeah. don't say that to me. There's, a, you know, there's nations, Koreans. Uh, they, they actually uh, do not. <laughs> it's the most horrific thing I've ever seen in my life. They actually steal dogs too, and you have to see. People have taken pictures. It is the most horrific thing you've ever seen. They have them in these enclaves that are just on dogs on top of each other, just looking at you like, "What? What are you doing to me?" And then they, they, they torture them so that they, when they kill them, they say that's their prime. And I'm like, "You don't have enough food." Um, oh wait, somebody's got a question here. Is it? What is it? It is, emu. And close, but no cigar. Okay. It, it, it is uh, close to emu. Uh, well, in fact, maybe emu also tastes like beef, but this is not the question. This is not that readily available. Uh, we Well, emu is a bird. Uh, emu is a bird. Yeah. And similar to the bird that uh, the question was uh, about. But we will leave it at that. Okay. Uh, so uh, so please keep try. trying. It's not emu. And you have to call, by the way, 845-651-1110. <laughs> See, emu is not that well known for its meat. It's more I've never for the medicinal properties of its fat. Oh. In fact, emu fat is actually considered to be one of the naturally occurring anti-inflammatory um, uh, substances. Right, and right, used a right. lot in uh, all kind of like uh, pains and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so they use it. Well, that's centuries that uh, they've used different animals for pain medication too. But... Uh, it was a good guess, though. <laughs> it, it is. It is very, very close. I wonder if that person it ever is very ate close. emu. <laughs> uh, so we do have a caller. What's your first name and where are you calling from? Hey, what's your first name and what town are you calling from? 
Um, my name is Cindy. I'm calling from Pompton Lakes. All right. Oh, Pompton Lakes in the house. All right. All right. So <laughs> what's, your, what's your answer? What bird tastes like meat? Is it ostrich? It is ostrich. Oh, it is all ostrich. Right. You want to go Congratulations. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Fantastic. All right. So uh, I'm going to tell you what you do. Uh, you're going to uh, email me at taylor at wtbq.com. Oh, okay, I'm driving. Hang on oh, a second. Right. Let me pull over. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to put you on hold, and Ryan's okay. going to tell you where to email to, and then we'll tell you how to get the tickets. Wonderful. All right, thanks and for listening. congratulations on your win. Thank yeah, you. Have Thank fun. You. All right, hold on. All right, terrific. So it, it is an ostrich. Ostrich, ostrich it is. I it it is, in fact, that. very dark. And even looking at it, it's such a dark meat. It looks actually darker than beef. It doesn't have the same marbling. So it looks almost like a horse meat. Oh, which, which is, I wouldn't eat either, because <laughs> I grew up on a horse ranch. We wouldn't eat our animals. <laughs> well, it, it is a very, uh, for us, it's very unusual. Uh, but the different uh, corners of the world, what we consider to be... Uh, yeah, no so I don't approve of that, because it's sort of like Whoopi Goldberg when she talked about um, Michael Vick when he was doing the dog fighting, and, he made, and she made a remark. He got thrown off of football because of it. Uh, it was horrific. Um, and that she said, you know, it's because that's how they were raised. Well, I'm sorry. People are raised to kill each other, too, but that's not, a, you know, we don't approve of that. And so I just think we have enough things to eat that we don't have to kill domesticated animals and eat yeah. them. That's all I'm saying. But uh, Sam's Meat Warehouse doesn't have domesticated animals in no, there. No, we don't kill uh, anybody on the premises. We well, people, I have a list. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like it. That would be funny to say, yeah, he tasted like chicken. <laughs> okay, no. But all right, great. Thank you for listening. And there it is, our Jersey constituents in on it. Good for you. Because we're very close to over there. Coming here is like almost going to Middletown uh, from that part of Jersey. Yep. Uh, well, the, and it's uh, obviously it's not just uh, entertaining and educational to a degree. It also has its benefit. You can uh, win a number of prizes like yeah. uh, somebody just won. And sometimes if you're lucky, <laughs> uh, our, our own uh, Stephen here will give you a discount on some of the meat at Sam's Meat Warehouse or even a gift certificate. But we'll, we'll Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We do a number of uh, trivia questions and stuff right. like that. So, uh Either way, whether you stop by, whether you have that certificate in hand or not, it's always helpful. But you guaranteed one thing. You always can save money, whether you buy in a pallet or a pound, and you'll be treated uh, well. And uh, we I hear that a lot. People tell me people are so nice in there that they've come in there. There's a gentleman, I think he's from Mexico, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. People said, what a terrific you know, young guy he was. They really enjoyed talking with him and he really cared about the customers. And it can get crowded in there, so you gotta be patient. Very true, very true. Uh, but we do have a very good staff and yeah. uh, everybody who works there, they're you know, proud of uh, what uh, we do and what you how sell. we can do it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, your kids work there when they're home. Everybody gets put to work. <laughs> Just yeah, saying. Everybody pulls uh, the way, they wait. That, <laughs> even, that's for the, sure. even the little guy was in there. <laughs> How old is he? Uh, Stephen is 10. He's 10. 10 going on 20. Yeah. <laughs> but his sisters play. They, oh, well, that's uh, their baby. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah the, see, Dasha is 12 now. That is 12 going on 20. Oh, she's a trip. <laughs> that is a trip. She will get anything she wants in life. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, uh, Master well, <laughs> manipulator. <laughs> she's great, though. Oh, all your kids are really fantastic. They all have 
completely different personalities, but they're all very self-assured, self-confident young people, I have to say. And to me, that is the prettiest thing on anybody. Yeah, well, you do, uh, I actually will, uh, I like studying them early and they have to understand how things work in life and uh, they, they are a big help, actually. In fact, they, oh, they, they do. are. And uh, Dasha, if we're cooking something together, the, she, she's right there with me. She'll, how old is Dasha now? She's 12. Oh, but she true. likes to bake. Oh. Uh, she does bake. To, we had a birthday party, which dogs uh, turned uh, four and two. <laughs> and uh, that was the whole party. That that was. What did she the, bake? <laughs> uh, she made, out of the cottage cheese, she made actually a cake for the dogs. Oh, my gosh. Look at and her. And it's all good, uh, healthy stuff. It's yeah, cottage cheese and eggs. And, uh, you know, she mixes them up and, and whatnot. The dogs, will, yeah, I'm yeah, sure, yeah. ate them in a heartbeat. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Love so, it. So uh, she is... She doesn't like to clean up the kitchen afterwards well, that much, <laughs> but the creativity is certainly there. So Does she do any pies or cakes or cookies? Yes, she does. Yes, she does. She does cookies. And, and in fact, sometimes I walk into the house and it smells wonderful. And I see, and those are, you know, very, very well done. Oh, good for like, her. Hmm. Who, Maybe who that's that? what she's going to do later. Who knows? And by the way, there's a tons, and you know, like the, the kids, they do spend more time at home uh, nowadays, even yeah, though I'm trying COVID. to, every chance uh, we have, I'm trying to get them outside. Right. But staying home, uh, apparently there's such a variety of uh, kids' program, baking competitions, cooking oh, yeah. competitions. And, and it's like little, you know, on the food It's amazing. Network. Yep. And uh, she actually well, tell that, her I have she the, watches it. Uh, good for her. <laughs> I will share my famous pecan pie recipe. Okay. Nobody can resist it. Well, I know that soups are, are, are wonderful. Oh, yeah. They, I'm those waiting are famous, to, uh, Taylor's famous soups. I'm going to get you the next one that's coming up, <laughs> let me tell you. All right. Are we going into the next break? And we'll get back right after this. Yeah. If you have any questions, give us a call, 845-651-1110, or give us a text. 845-328-0886. We'll be right back. Sam's Meat Warehouse is a butcher with old-time family values. Remember back in the day when people knew their butcher by name and visiting them was a social experience? They would talk to customers about how to cook a piece of meat to perfection. Sam's combines old-world methods with modern techniques. Call your favorite butcher, Sam's, at 845-651-MEAT or visit the store right off 17A in Florida, New York for the highest quality products at unbeatable prices. Hi, it's Paul Ruskevich, Barry Cheney, and John Vero. Orange County legislators on the Thursday morning roundtable, 9 to 10 a.m. Answering all of your questions and concerns on WTBQ, radio worth listening to. WGHT Pompton Lakes, your community radio station since 1969. All right, and we are back with the Free Speech Show, and here in the studio, you're listening to Taylor and Stephen. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. I was just listening to Frank say uh, around since 1969, this station has been on the air. But this July, Frank will own it for 27 years. Wow. Yeah. Big one. Well, 30 is going to be the big party. We usually do a party on the front lawn. We did the 20th, um, and it's a great story because Steve Newhouse, his wife, had just given birth the night before, and uh, we didn't think he was going to show up. And, you know, that's he's somebody we very much are close to as a person. Forget about what his official uh-huh. title is. And Frank said to me, 
I'm sure he's not going to come. He just, his wife just had a baby last night. I said, yeah, I get it. And Steve showed up. You know, we didn't recognize him at first because he, um, uh, he came in his civvies. And he looked so young. And I was like, who is that? And he goes, Steve. <laughs> and, and, I, and it was funny. And the sheriff came, of course, and, and Senator Bill Larkin at that time. It was huge. You couldn't get on the lawn. Leo Sr. told us he had to park over at his garage to get here. <laughs> it was wonderful outpouring. We had uh, Handsome Devil Barbecue brought the truck over to mm -hmm. feed everyone. And we had a girl make up a cake that um, looked like the control board. It was just fabulous. And at the end of it, uh, Frank was asked, you know, what was the greatest moment of that? And he said, seeing Steve show up. You know, that meant everything to him. And the sheriff went and saluted him. So that was it. I started crying. <laughs> but, you know, it's because so much is put into this station. People don't have any idea. 1969. For 69, this. it went on it's the over air. over half a century. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It's fifty. going to be 52 years this uh, this year. And, in fact, uh, Frank owned uh, b larger half of it. Uh, well, he owns 20, eight years 27 now? years now. Yeah. So, yes, he's actually on the other end of it now, yeah. too. And he's very respectful of people. So... Ed Klein, who originally owned it and put it together, really nice older gentleman. He used to call Frank and go, don't play that music. You know, it's so funny after he bought it. Frank goes, uh, well, I have to. You know, and it was a very cute kind of relationship he had. And then Jimmy Stir owned it when Frank bought it. So the 18-time Grammy winner. And, uh, and Jimmy bought it from him originally. And his show is still on every Sunday as a dedication yep. to that. So really, it's listen, it is a place where you can have free speech. Uh, no pun intended. But uh, Jeff Berkman says that every Wednesday on his show, you know, free to speak. And you don't have too many places you can do that. No, that is the only uh, station that actually still allows a uh, live call-in. Yeah, it's there is not. There's a woman in Chicago who heads up one of the biggest radio media companies ever. And she called me about five years ago and said to me, you know, surprise, surprise. And I'm like, what? You're giving me, what, a million dollars worth of advertising? And she said, you are the last station in the United States to do live wow. local call-in shows. And we just had a caller this morning. And uh, right. I think uh, everybody who's listening can see how, in fact, it works. Yeah. You know, in You have free <laughs> speech. Life. Yep. Don't curse. That's all we ask. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, this is it. It's the last place. That, and we have professionals like you at the top of their fields who are out there trying to give you information and have fun with you and have a sense of humor. I had listeners that call up and say, where else can I go and get plumbing advice from somebody like Paul Nebraska? <laughs> you know, and she started going down, you know, legal health advice. I mean, and it's true. We try to differentiate, have different shows for everybody is a totally different type of show. No, we just had a party uh, for the WTBQ for the staff. staff right. and, uh, and that was only half the people. I, I believe that you have over 60 hosts. Yes, we do. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully by the end of the year, all the restaurants will open up and we're going to do it in person. And it's so much fun. It really is a great time. I actually, in fact, I did uh, hear that uh, it's already has been announced that uh, indoor dining in New York State is going to be allowed. Oh, I hope so. Well, Como has realized that uh, that he made a big mistake. Now he's also trying to pawn off the fact that the nursing homes is not his fault. You know, <laughs> nothing's his fault. Yeah. yeah, well, okay. we, we're dealing with the professional politicians. Yeah, well, uh, it's more instance. than that. He is a, a, a total narcissist, and really the only person he cares about is uh, Como. That's it. No, I know that uh, New York State is actually one that has been not only hit the hardest by the COVID, but also the, uh, the results of uh, not very fussing uh, policies. 
of, of the governor and a, a lot of uh, stuff that, you know, a lot of businesses. Unfortunately, uh, it's moms and pops shops that uh, well, he's gonna have a very, bar- very hard time to survive. And he's killing the bar and restaurants. And I was talking to one of the restaurant owners who, you know, the bar business is big at night. And he and uh, and I looked at him and I said, you know, here's the thing I don't understand. They they close the bars at 10 o'clock. Where are people going to go that want to party? To somebody's house. So you have a major uprise in COVID because people are not wearing masks in homes. You're in a bar and restaurant. They're going to make you adhere to the regulations because they don't want to be closed. Where do you think you should do this? I mean, yeah. it's not rocket science. Uh, no, he- and it's it, it's it's just the fact. Well, you know what? The 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 virus is uh, at 10 p.m. It just wakes up and oh yeah, you uh, didn't takes know a that? Shift. Oh yeah, ask Como. He'll tell you. <laughs> crazy you know his his rating fell over 30 percent and i think people are finally waking up so i've been told allegedly that he's going to be offered the attorney general position and if he's smart he should take it because i don't think he's going to get reelected this time he's been pretty assured every single election and they should put term limits on that little position not only his ratings uh, a lot of anybody who uh, knows new york city and uh, f- follows the real estate market can tell you that uh, real estate prices fell uh, the same probably 30% and uh, people are uh, fleeing uh, new york city in oh, yeah. numbers unbelievable um, somebody told me they saw five moving trucks on one block in manhattan very one true week. very true i mean you're talking these are multi-million dollar apartments this isn't like you know two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. it's yeah. very expensive the real estate market is still very very hot and one of the reasons it's somebody's loss is somebody's gain orange county thanks to the very wise politics uh, that um, Stephen newhouse is implementing is actually becoming such a magnet or uh, not oh, only God. people to come in, but businesses as well. Oh, yeah. Orange County, in midst of all this insanity, is thriving. And why do you think why? Because we have a leader here that cares about us. He's not, and things he does isn't for Steve Newhouse. It's for the people he, you know, that he oversees. And I, so many people ask him, and I know the answer because I asked him that a number of times over the years. Why don't you run for governor? And his answer is always the same. And I ask him every year, and he knows it's my yearly question, why don't you run for governor? And he'll, he'll look at me and go, uh, you have a memory left anymore? You know, I was born here. I was raised here. My family is here. My kids and my wife are here. My mother and father. All the people I know in this community is, I love living here. I love doing good for other people. I love what I do, and I love where I live. Why would I do anything else? That's his answer. But you, you can sit there and say, like I did, yeah, but now you're talking about a whole state. And it's like... And yeah, I would think it's just too much politic, you know. Yeah, he's not a politician, as opposed to what people may think. He's very uh, diplomatic, but he's not a politician. No, he's, a, he, he's a, a great and he's a very talented administrator. And that's, oh, yeah. I believe, this is what it all boils down to. And remember, to. you were in the Army and yep. he was in the Navy. And that background really sets you up to run uh you it know. teaches you a lot of discipline it teaches you to make the correct and right decision uh, not to crumble under pressure it, it's a great school for anybody to go through absolutely and he and i saw it when he came back from iraq which he was there almost a year and uh, we talked quite a bit and you know i said to him when this pandemic i said boy did you get set up right for you to event that year before all this hit took you right where you should be, knowing how to take care of all these. The things. Army teaches you to take, uh, to own your decisions, to right. take responsibility and live with it. 
And unfortunately, and even here on a very local scale, you know, I live in the village, we, we see people that uh, don't quite like to own their own decisions, have a hard time making them. Um, you know, and uh, that that's a shame because yeah, but they're all, they're too busy trying to put everybody else down. Uh, the letter that Christine Stage wrote about uh, you know how bad are, are Republicans locally and nationally, I'm like, that's the same as Cafe Alamo making anti-Semitic remarks. You're grouping everybody into that. Well, first of all, it was a lie. And if you actually listened to the station, you would have heard Steve Newhouse and Mike Martucci both say against what happened in D.C. But she wanted to blanket everybody in there. Is it more important to be part of a party or the human race? I think they're using it actually uh, to a degree, uh, you know, once again, use it as a, as a play card. Yeah, oh, you're not, you lost. Just let yeah. me mention that. <laughs> Throw your cards in. You're done. And uh, if people want to look in the dispatch, uh, I did respond to it because I, I was just done with that remark. And I got so much positive feedback from people through email, through phone calls, saying thank you for, for saying that. I didn't wasn't angry. I was not nasty. I could have said a lot of things, and I didn't. But just made it clear, we're not about, you're making yourself the enemy you're yelling about. You know, don't stir up the, the See, forces. See, a lot of people... in. <clears throat> And even the, 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 the race, and I do remember uh, the very same people, they are taking part in, in the local election. And oh, for boy. them, it's election for the sake of election. It's never about interest of people. Ab- um, you hit it right on the head. You know, we, we uh, just now received the, the new uh, tax bill in January. Everybody uh, gets one, and uh, I'm, I'm reviewing it, and I'm seeing... Uh, now, you're you know, talking village taxes. Uh, yeah, it's a town and county and village also uh, coming in, and I see that, uh, you know... And it says a new, uh, it says a, I think it says a sewer upgrade. Where was there a church. sewer upgrade? Well, there isn't any, but uh, apparently there's uh, some money that has to be borrowed. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure it's much easier to, to sell people sewer upgrade uh, line and charge on the balance sheet than... Uh, we want pay, to raise salaries. Than paying for the lifetime benefits oh, or, yeah. or health benefits. I don't the, know how people allowed that. I don't, you people just, why don't you just go over and hand them the money? I mean, it's the most absurd thing I ever heard. And until you brought it to light, nobody even knew about it. Yeah. Well, there is a way, uh, regardless who you want to see in the office, regardless who you want to vote for, I think it would be a smart thing to do is not to allow those people to collect those benefits. Absolutely. If they have no heart or decency to actually refuse, uh, anybody who remembers my run for the uh, you know elected the position uh, we were in fact uh, the only people me and alfonso ganella who uh, recused those benefits and who promised uh, to to fight to get them abolished uh, that didn't happen everybody's sitting uh, like uh, the the person that uh, who won election sits there I, I watch the meetings like a dead fish oh yeah i've heard that from numerous people has not kind of said well what can he say He's here five minutes, and he knows nothing about engineering or infrastructure or anything to do with the village. No, but at the same time, everybody during the when when the, the subject was brought into question, and uh, everybody said, "Well, I uh, would like to look into." Everybody promised to look into yeah, that. Well, I, don't know uh, that. I, I don't know. Something happened to the eyes. Maybe yeah. they don't. They don't see themselves <laughs> looking into that. It's, uh, you know, have problems with with the with, with the eyesight. <laughs> so, but uh, anyway, if. People in charge are not taking care of the community, not taking care of the taxpayer. Maybe that's a job of a taxpayer taking care of uh, themselves. Maybe just, uh, you know, vote uh, some new blood in 
every new well, election. Well, how about putting a letter together and all you village residents uh, put a Armas letter together saying we're tired of paying higher taxes because we're paying for someone's lifetime benefits that's doing absolutely nothing for the village. You people want to be fooled? Go ahead. I know Eileen Patterson has her little fire in there, and it, it, she's doing it for her own reasons, and you really need to look at it. Unless you like living in the village and you want to pay for somebody else's health benefits, you have all that kind of money. I don't know how people are paying their own health benefits, never mind somebody else's. No, and, and nowadays it's uh, everybody's struggling. Everybody's, uh, you know, in the same essentially position. It's, uh, it's difficult uh, whether you're in business, whether you're employed. Uh, you know, it's difficult enough to come up. Texas are high as it is. And you're playing town, you're paying county, a school, and yep. now you're paying village, and too. And you're paying village. And why is there a village? Well, uh, I think that might be a Maybe totally next week new, you'll talk totally about Totally new uh, <laughs> subject for the whole new program, maybe more than one. Okay, yeah. We'll <laughs> do it next week, right? In the meantime, uh, I would like to wrap it up on a, a much uh, more positive note and uh, wish everybody a great weekend. Enjoy uh, the day outside. Stop by one of our sponsors, uh, Sam's Meat Warehouse. Oh, yeah, Pick go there. new and save the money. Yeah, go do it. See you next week. Thank you. Thank you, Taylor. It's no secret that people are keeping their vehicles longer 